How about our Wizards right Look now? Look at Up that. 46-26 in the second quarter. I don't even know who that guy is. I thought that was Tony Snell. I didn't even see who made that shot. I have no clue. Who I it looked is. at. I was watching Pacers Kings and didn't even uh, didn't even notice what happened. You there could you tell go. me that that was Calvert Cheney and I'd believe it. It was Calvert Cheney. Twenty point okay. game. I love to see it. I know it's not Calvert Cheney because he's not wearing number forty. But uh, <laughs> I loved. I loved. I loved. The Wizards are playing really good basketball. They are. I don't know. They are. Here's the problem though. They're ready to push for the ten seed. So no, well, the problem is you don't <laughs> want them to be playing good basketball because now what happens? You look at this team and you say, well, we're playing pretty good basketball, so we're not going to move a guy like Kyle Kuzma no, that's exactly or what's gonna happen. KP or any of these tell guys. You, I, let me tell I covered this team for a number of years. Yeah. This is what they do every single year. The Russell Westbrook year, they made that push for the eight seed. Everybody was excited. Yeah. I had so many battles with people trying to tell them that Russell Westbrook averaging a triple-double doesn't actually make this team better. What more do you expect him to do? Well, I expect him to shoot more than 38% from the field. I expect him to take better shots, not turn the ball over eight times a game. Uh, as a starting point, you know, maybe be a little more unselfish. Because that's the thing, too. Like, people look at numbers, and you know this. They see big assist numbers and think a guy's unselfish. Yeah. Go back and watch Steve Francis and Stephon Marbury. Those guys put up big assist numbers. They were score-first point guards. Yeah. And when your point guard's still looking for a shot first, they just have the ball in their hands. You can, like, almost close your eyes and get assists in games if you got the ball in your hands as much as Russell Westbrook does or Kyrie Irving does. But when you're looking for a shot first, you're coming down the floor and you've you got guys maybe open, but you're like, I, I got that opportunity to go to the rim. And sometimes that works. Yeah. But it what it does, it doesn't open up the offense at all. So yeah, this this Wizards team, if you can, if you can find anything in the futures market right now for them to maybe make the play in tournament, a lot of that stuff's off the board right now. I'd maybe take that because this is what they like to do. Yeah, that's Kendrick Nunn, by the way. Yeah, he was good in Miami, but Kendrick kind of Nunn a bum with the Lakers. Team. I did not even know that. KP's already got 16. Good point about Well, because he was part of the Rui Hachimura trade. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kendrick duh. Nunn came back in a couple of second-round picks. That's what the Wizards got. I actually like that for the Wizards, though. And, ob and obviously, Rui's been playing pretty is, good for the Lakers. This is how I know you haven't been in D.C. very long. Well, we're going to talk, <laughs> talk some Lakers. Jaded. I uh, took my uh, Nets future that I bought. Last month, you it was actually, it on fire. let's see, it was 42 days ago that I bet this Nets future. Yeah, that's going right in the fire. Yeah. Well, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait until it goes in the fire. But now I kind of want to buy into my Los Angeles Lakers. Do you think there's really any shot they get Kyrie? Yes, I do, because they're desperate. All right, here, here's the question, because we talked to Keith. Uh, you know, Keith Smith was on with us last night. I wish he was on tonight. I wish he was on tonight because he mentioned the Clippers, and you and I had a conversation about the Clippers, right? Yeah. They need a point guard. Yeah. If the Clippers go and get themselves a point guard, they're the favorites in the wide-open Western Conference. Wide open. They're plus 550 at MGM. Well, they were actually coming in to win the West, and 14-1 to yesterday to win the title. If they were able to add Fred Van Vliet, that's one thing. If they're able to add Kyrie it's a Irving, whole new they're world. not trading Kawhi Leonard. They're not trading Paul George as part of that. They got a lot of depth, and they'll be able to make that – that trade happened in another way because the Nets are eventually good. Like they're your sellers at this point. The Clippers want to try and win a title before the Lakers win another. They are tired of being the little brother out there. They're going to build their own arena. They're going off on their own. And you've got Steve Ballmer, an yeah. owner. He's going to spend money. Yeah. He's going to be willing to do whatever it takes so he can go up on and stage at the podium for a championship celebration and sweat and scream yeah. like he just got out of the sauna and he's energized. That's Steve Ballmer. Yeah. I'm so excited! He we treats, won a title! He wants he to do that. game 43 like that. I mean, he treats everything like... it's like, a Wednesday and like there's just a random fan and he's screaming in this guy's ear. I mean, he, look, he yeah. looks... He is more hyped he up than it. Cocaine Bear. I yeah. mean, that's what it is. Yeah. And, and, and that's fine yeah. because he's a great owner and they seem people seem to like playing for him. 
but they're going to look to make a move. But the Lakers are too. So there's going to be a market for Kyrie Irving. And on top of that, these teams have to think, okay, if we don't sign him to an extension, that money also comes off the books at the end of the year. My question, though, becomes, what is the price? And what do the Nets actually get in return for him? Because if Kyrie says, I'm gonna, if, they, if they're able to you know, work out an extension, that you, all that's figured out, it's going to be a more of a long-term commitment with the Lakers or the Clippers or the Suns or the Mavs or whoever. Okay, then you can maybe trade a little bit more back in return. But if you're not sure, and it may be a rental like it's, you know, Major League Baseball, and you got a guy in a contract here, and you're, it's a rental for the playoffs, you can't give up as much. So that's going to be the real hang-up here is what is the price actually going to be for Kyrie Irving? Exactly, because, I mean, it's also Kyrie Irving. See, right. that, that, like that's the issue right there. Yes, is you and just, that's not a, that, that's a bad thing in the way you're saying it because he is he's as hard to predict as anybody. Right, and I let's be honest. Like I just want to see Kyrie go play with LeBron. Real quick, by the way, Clippers actually now twelve to one to win the title, but went to plus six hundred to win the West. Moved slightly from yesterday. Oh, man, I mean, like for my title futures, if I have to lose Brooklyn, which obviously looking like I'm going to lose yeah. Brooklyn, I would love to see him go to the Clippers. That's exactly. What they need, that's that's a dream team right there. Him, Paul George, Kawhi. I just don't know, like you said, I don't know what the package would be. I don't know what the Lakers package would be. That's why we have to have, we got to talk to somebody like Keith about this. Um, because I was shocked to see this today. I just don't know, like, what can the Lakers realistically give up? Because Well, we'll be... have Chris Miles of NBA TV on in 10 minutes. Yeah, so he'll certainly help us with that. Yeah, he'll have to help us out with that. But that, and that's... And then that also leads to the next question. What does this mean for Kevin Durant, who apparently said he had no idea this was coming? Okay. Well, he's well, going to ask to be moved too, right? And that's, but is it going to be the re- Is it this season? Is it at the end of the year? Because if, if I'm a team like the Lakers, what's it take to get Kyrie and Kevin Durant? I wouldn't be shocked, honestly. So if KD doesn't get moved out of Brooklyn, I wouldn't be shocked if he didn't come back this year. You know he loves the hoop more than anybody on this planet. He loves playing basketball, but I don't think he's going to come back because let's be honest, is he coming back at 100%? Is KD ever going to be 100% ever again, He's been man? getting hurt a lot. Those MCL injuries, it's back-to-back seasons, plus obviously the Achilles yeah. before he even got there. And this is the problem with NBA injuries. You know, um, I always go back to Derrick Rose, but it's not just Derrick Rose. It's, it's, like, it's usually guards, though. It's like Brandon Roy. Growing up, it was Grant Hill or Tracy McGrady. It was like one injury would then turn into like something little. It'd be like a Wednesday night. Oh, he's out tonight with an elbow injury. Oh, it's like once you have a knee injury or once you have multiple knee injuries, you're just never the same player with KD. Mm -hmm. He's never going to be the same player, but 60% of 70% of KD is better than uh, 80% of the league. But I just, I feel like if KD's not going to come back 100%, he's probably going to look at this like, well, Kyrie's gone. I have no legit shot at winning the title. Why come back? Why rush back? Even though he's not rushing back. And then he makes his decision what to do next year or tries to force his way out if they won't let him. Because he's not going to, dude, he's not going to show up every single night and play with Joe Harris and Seth Curry and Ben Simmons. Like, who's who's uh, 1B? Who's who's bat, who's Robin to his Batman? TJ Warren, let's go. He's never healthy. He's never out there Ben either. Simmons is never out there. It's you. K- th- K- hey, I got it. Zach Levine, you're staying in Chicago. DeMar, you're staying in Chicago. Vooch, you're out. Vooch for Kevin Durant will throw in Lonzo Ball. Maybe he plays ever again. It makes perfect Patrick, sense. That's a great trade. The Bulls do have, I, I don't know how they can make this work financially. I'm just throwing them out there because they're a big market team. And mm. they actually have some nice pieces, though. I mean, they have Caruso, mm-hmm. who 
you've seen those reports that they're asking for two first it's round picks. Ridiculous. That can't be true. Not a chance it happens. But they have Patrick Williams, who's finally really like getting some some run and looking really good. They mm-hmm. have Vooch, who's averaging double digits. He's averaging a double double this season. And then you have Zach or you have Demar. You'd probably have to part ways with one of those guys. I'm just saying, like we didn't know Kyrie was going to be moved. Mm-hmm. So now. Who knows? AK's there. It's not Gar Foreman and John Paxson. Maybe it's your Knicks. Like, maybe the Knicks finally do something. Jalen Brunson has lived up to that contract. He looks awesome. And Julius Randle's an all-star. And it's Madison Square Garden. Like, who doesn't want to go and win a title for the Knicks? That's a huge deal. Kevin Durant doesn't want to go win a title for the Knicks. Because he had a chance to go there already and chose to go to the Nets. Over the alternative. And then insulted Madison Square Garden the Knicks. Over play with... You always see him at Rucker Park. He's a New York legend. The, the entertainment value of a Kevin Durant press conference after being traded to the Knicks and him having to explain all the insults that he threw out there when he signed with the Nets and everybody asked him why he didn't go to the Knicks. That is must-watch TV. You know what's awesome? I would love it. You know what's really awesome is just like selfishly, I blew my wad already like on all the Super Bowl props, like all my money. I've already bet like everything I'm pretty much going to bet. Now, when we're there... We got some other things to talk about and maybe uh, some markets to look at because this trade deadline is going to be crazy now. I feel like this flips everything. This changed everything. Right? Because I feel like other guys are going to want out too. This changes the entire Eastern Conference. Because Durant could want to get out. Those guys could get moved to the West and teams in the West are going to be more aggressive and they could try to take somebody so they like trade for Kyrie so the Lakers don't get Kyrie or so the Clippers don't get Kyrie. The Mavs want to add somebody for... Uh, to play alongside Luka, but reports are now they're not going to be like really aggressive to go after Kyrie Irving. I don't think that's a good matchup at all. Putting those two together, that's not a good pairing. I wouldn't put Kyrie no. and Luka together at all. Oh, but Luke, the, <laughs> the, I mean, that would be a disaster. Actually, you know what? They'd probably love each other. No, it would be horrible. No, I think I think like guys they, like they're that, too ball know. dominant. Who does Kyrie get along with? He didn't get along with LeBron years ago. But no. now, but now they've got that love affair, right? They're sitting there and they're like, you know, they're always like on Instagram talking Dude. to each other and. Just telling you, 